there's a new survey out, and the findings actually surprised me. Canadian support for capital punishment for murder, of course, have been ticking up for the past several years. Being kind of stable, but uh, ticking upwards. And in fact, more than half of Canadians do support capital punishment. But this year, it's up to like 54%, and uh, that's up by a few percentage points. What's going on here? Well, uh, and is there going to be any take-up by any politician? Let's bring in Mario Canseco from Research Co. Uh, Research Co. is uh, the firm behind this, and the findings are reported in Glacier Media. Mario, what are we seeing so far uh, with this? Well, Bruce, we ask this question every year, and the numbers were particularly stable over the past three times that we've asked this question. Around 50% of Canadians flirting with the idea of bringing back capital punishment, more than a third believing that it should be the way to go when you have a murder case. Uh, But this year, the numbers really spiked. We're at 54%. It's a three-point increase since the last time we asked this question when it comes to the idea of reinstating the death penalty. And ultimately, a lot of this support is coming from Canadians over the age of 55 and also conservative voters. So this could be something that the conservatives, if they want to look really tough on crime, try to talk a little bit about public safety, uh, this is an issue where the base is not going to be particularly disappointed. Is this a move toward more of this public safety talk? We've certainly seen this in Vancouver and B.C., but public safety is, uh, is a big issue right now. Uh, Is it a big issue right across the country? It's not really. When we ask about the specific issues uh, that are essentially troubling Canadians, uh, it's healthcare and the economy in that order, housing, uh, certainly higher in BC and in certain parts of Ontario. Public safety comes in at around 5 or 7%. So it hasn't really ticked up as much as people may have expected. But what we've seen in other jurisdictions over the past few years is a move towards the death penalty as an issue. Uh, After Brexit in the UK, discussions about whether they should bring back the death penalty uh, always continue, particularly when you have a very high-profile murder case. And there's also been some research conducted in France uh, where they are also talking about bringing bringing back a a capital punishment. So we're not alone in in having this move when it comes to the way we feel about it, Um, if we compare it with some other jurisdictions. uh, But nobody right now is talking about this as a way to actually implement sentencing. So uh, it may not go anywhere, but certainly we see the numbers trending upwards over the past 12 months. Well, you mentioned uh, the UK and British Conservative Party MP Lee Anderson was the one that said, hey, the one thing about capital punishment is it's got that 100% success rate um, when it comes to uh, crime. (laughs) So, I mean, there are politicians that do seize on that in other countries calling for it, but not here, not in Canada. Why are they shying away from it? Well, I think it's a combination of factors. Uh, We are signatories to a lot of things where this is definitely something that contravenes some of those signatures. Um, The other thing is we haven't had a significantly high profile case. If we go back to the moment when the largest proportion of Canadians was supportive of the death penalty, we have to go back to the Paul Bernardo case. Uh, There were surveys conducted at the time where the level of support for the death penalty was closer to 60%. But it was a very different time as far as the media coverage, as far as the way we were consuming information. 
and the way in which the whole country was galvanized by that particular crime. Um, we don't have anything like this at this particular moment. Sometimes what you have is certain localized issues or localized cases that make the numbers uh, higher in, in, in some of those areas. Um, I do remember there was a case in Alberta two, three years ago that was being covered as we were in field. And this is where we had a significantly higher level of support for the death penalty because it was happening at that particular time in Alberta. Well, I'm just going back in my memory and trying to remember when it came up as a topic. Uh, and there were more talk shows like this talking about capital punishment. And I have to go back to uh, almost uh, Robert Picton or Clifford Olson yeah. to get those uh, discussions. Is that the type of thing it really is uh, is taking to galvanize the over 54%? Meaning if we peaked out right now, would it uh, be something like a serial killer? Well, part of it is also related to the way in which people look at the sentencing guidelines that we have in place right now. And the notion of uh, making sure that somebody who commits a murder never is set free, life imprisonment without the chance of being paroled. The level of support for that is 53%. For the death penalty, it's 37%. So you already have a third of Canadians who believe that this is the right course of action, a little bit higher with those over 55 and also for conservative voters. So part of it is also making sure that the justice system is working in a way that is proper. I think a lot of people are dissatisfied with some of the sentences that are handed down. We're always looking back into cases of something that happened 10 or 15 years ago when the person who was responsible for that murder is suddenly going to be uh, have a significantly different situation than being behind bars. So part of it has to do with the sentencing guidelines, but we, we can't go back and retry all of those cases. And I think that is something that is happening to many Canadians as well. When we look at this, are you finding any difference in regions across the country? There's a little bit of a shift, uh, which is quite striking. Uh, Quebec doesn't like the death penalty at all. Uh, the level of support for the death penalty on all of the questions that we have is significantly lower in Quebec. Uh, and we see a little bit of a shift in other parts of the country, particularly in Alberta and in BC. 58% of British Columbians believe that we should reinstate the death penalty for murder in Canada the only place that is higher is Saskatchewan and Manitoba at 60%, but the numbers are exactly the same in BC and in Ontario at 58%. So part of what happens here is you start to have those discussions in the places where a lot of the people live, and then it becomes something that we need to deal with. I come back to that question, though. Uh, when we take a look at this, is there any move or do you think there might be any incentive for politicians of any political stripe to seize on this? I think there will be an opportunity, particularly for the opposition, to talk about sentencing guidelines. It's something that the conservatives really cared about, one of the major pieces of legislation of the Harper era. And there, there is always an opportunity to criticize the government for something that it hasn't done. I don't think it'll go as far as to actually try to reinstate the death penalty. But those who want to see it happen believe that it's going to serve as a deterrent and that it is something that would save taxpayer money. One of the things that is fascinating after years of asking this question is how conservative voters look at this as a cost-saving measure. If we were to do away with somebody who committed a murder, we wouldn't have to house them and we wouldn't have to feed them. This is part of what happens in the minds of those who are supportive of capital punishment right now. It'll save some money. How much influence is there in this, uh, do you think, from south of the border, where capital punishment is in play in many states? 
Um, and, and is there more of a move there for the states where it isn't in play to uh, bring it back? You know, it's been fascinating to watch what is going on in the United States over the past three, four years, because the level of support has sort of plateaued. Uh, part of it has to do with revelations, with people who were on death row, and after DNA evidence was used, after they were able to hand their case to a very different and better lawyer, they were able to get out. And, you know, part of what we see here is the notion that you cannot go back on something. If you have a person who is wrongly convicted and then executed, there's nothing you can do about it. This is the number one reason for those who are opposed to the death penalty. 66% of them say this isn't a situation where you can go back and change things after an execution. And it's interesting you should say that because those that go a little bit deeper into some of our own history, even in this province, taking a look at uh, famous cases of capital punishment in BC, would know that there, by today's standards, would be extenuating circumstances. And uh, you can't go back. You couldn't go back then. Um, but, uh, you know, it's the ultimate price. Well, and it's definitely an issue, an issue uh, that creates uh, a lot of confusion, particularly because of the way in which it can work. We see it in the United States where you have specific jurisdictions that are able to do something like this. You have the death penalty that can be applied federally, such as was the case in the 1995 o Oklahoma City bombing. Um, there's differences between specific jurisdictions. To do something like this Canada-wide uh, would be very complicated, but there seems to be an appetite for it, particularly from the older generation, but also for those who vote conservative. Well, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate your time on this and always interesting, uh, interesting, of course, to see this uh, nudge upwards in uh, capital punishment. Mario, have a uh, great evening ahead. Thank you, Bruce. You too.